Do you ever struggle with your fuzzy brain? I do. Welcome to the Uncluttered Office Podcast. Here I share what I've learned from my struggles with chemo brain and executive functioning disorder. I'm your host, Katherine Avery. I'm a former Wall Streeter, now entrepreneur, with 20 years of experience in business and office design. I'm a badass cancer survivor and thriver, mom of a teen, a wife, and a lifelong learner. I've discovered that whether we lose our keys, misplace our files, or constantly forget important appointments, we can learn to be more productive. We can design a work and home life that is simpler, easier, and much more manageable. Listen in and learn how to create a plan to streamline your space and your systems so you can be more focused and organized. Hey everyone, Katherine Avery, productivitybydesign.com, where we help busy professionals like you organize your time, space, and information so that you can have a better work life and a better home life. Amazing things you could be doing with your time, right? So interestingly enough, one of the things I think people don't quite realize when they're asking for time management strategies is that it's really about your environment. In order to even be able to manage your time well, you've got to set up an environment that's conducive to you being able to do so. So that's why in this series on the TSSI, we're talking first about space and how you organize it and how you are in it. So speaking of space, judgment-free zone here. There are all kinds of different folks in the world. Today, we're going to talk about what I call (laughs) angels and rebels and what Cena Block calls in TSSI, the time and space style inventory, straighteners and no rules. I think it's what I call them, angels and rebels. I have this whole little rebel streak going on since I went surfing, right? It's pretty funny. So this section is the third um, way you handle space, and it is how you tolerate disorder. So it's really about your, how you maintain your space according to your lifestyle and your needs. And everybody's different. We're all individuals. But these are sort of two broad categories, right? Straighteners and no rules. And there's a spectrum. So you land somewhere probably on that spectrum. So it's about how do you relieve your tension with your stuff? Are you buying stuff? Are you putting stuff away? Are you keeping stuff out? Where's your stuff going? How much stuff do you have? Okay. And it's often related to your family of origin. So I can say that I have a family member who has a lot of stuff. I mean, she just loved shopping and she enjoys her stuff. And interestingly enough, her two children, one loves stuff, the other wants nothing, total minimalist. So your family of origin, what, you know, you know, this whole nature versus nurture, your nurture situation can really affect how you maintain your stuff and how you tolerate disorder. So let's start with the angel, which are also known as straighteners. And, and before you all say like, oh, I wish I was a straightener. I wish I was an angel. Just because you straighten things doesn't mean you're necessarily organizing. So that's the deep, dark secret. And I will tell you, I'm a straightener. So guess what? I'm not an angel either. Believe me, I'm not an angel. My whole family would tell you that. So at any rate, with straighteners, 
they have specific spots for things. So they'll frequently put them back unconsciously. I see myself do this all the time. There's certain areas of my life where I'm like super hyper organized, like kitchen tools. And when a kitchen tool is not back where it belongs, it drives me insane. Likewise with office supplies. I need to know exactly where my office supplies are. Those are actually organized. Where I struggle with the straightening as opposed to the organizing is papers. I can be straightening piles, okay? And often very unconsciously. So why do we do this as straighteners? Well, because it helps you feel in control. Okay, if I straighten that out, then it's in the right place and it's taken care of. It may not be in the right place, but you feel in that moment that you've taken care of it. So next point, your piles are neat, even if you don't know what the contents are within it. Major point, where do I see this most often? Oh my gosh, mail. Really not a big fan of incoming mail. I have to stand every night at the trash can and immediately open the mail or it will just pile up in this very neat and tidy pile, but still a pile of mail, right? So you may not know the difference between straightening and organizing. So hopefully you've got that now, which is you can straighten something, but not really organize it. So you can straighten the pile of mail, but organizing it would be to open it all up, throw out whatever flyers and things that you don't care about, get the bills in a spot where you're going to pay them. I pay my bills twice a month. Some folks choose to pay bills right on the spot. I just like the methodology of paying twice a month. So those bills would need to go in that file that's affiliated with paying bills. And let's see what else to get in the mail. Uh, You might get a really nice Christmas card. I don't know why. Our daughter has glommed on to keeping Christmas cards for years. So we, um, I may have snuck in there and gotten rid of a whole bunch, except for a couple of really special ones that I know she would really want to keep. But I'm telling you now, I mean, it was like 50 Christmas cards and I think we're down about five. So uh, that's the difference, right? That was organizing your mail. All right. So if you're a straightener, you might value aesthetics over substance. For me, as a designer, I like things to look a certain way, but you also need function. Straightening will help relieve tension and it gives the illusion of control. So you might be frustrated with something and if you just straighten some things out, you're going to feel better. You can't understand how others live with a mess. Definitely in that zone now. Um, Interestingly enough, our daughter has completely redone our teen room and gotten rid of almost everything. And it's fascinating because now I can see any mess she makes in about three seconds flat. It's hilarious. So, but she's moving along in the right direction. And remember, I've got executive functioning disorder and so does she. So we work together to get better at doing things. And if you've forgotten what executive functioning disorder is, it's similar to ADD. It's about having trouble organizing. And that's why I really started all this was so that I could have systems, so that I could have a happier and better life and so that I could teach my daughter. Let's see what else. Dislike change. We have a whole family of dislike changers. I mean, my gosh, we are really not into change. We like things a certain way. I I even eat the same breakfast every day. I mean, you talk about disliking change and you can aggravate others if you're straightening their stuff. And I think we all just know why naturally. So what are some of the things you say if you're a straightener? Can't you just straighten up? (laughs) Sounds just like something I would say. 
you know, it's important to have things look good. I have no idea where I put that item. So uh, I'll give you an example of this. This could be that mail, those papers, let's say, are on the kitchen counter. And now you're going to have a dinner party and you need them out of the way. And so what do you do? You put them in a bag and put them somewhere else. And you say, I'll take care of this later. Tell me you haven't done this. I have done this. I can promise you, unless you are like the most organized person, you've done this at some point in your life. No judgment, just bringing it up. Sudden life changes can be very difficult. You may find that a loved one dies and you don't know where the paperwork is and you've got to deal with all that because you're the executor of the will. Um, Another example is when you're moving, if you have clutter and disorganization, it may have looked neat and tidy and then you go to pack it up and it's a big, big, big job. And also it can be very hard for you to work in another person's space. I personally think this is anyone. I, I find it hard to work in other people's spaces, but I'm a straightener. So maybe that's just because who I am. And and I would love feedback. Do you find that it's difficult to work in another person's space or is that easy for you? Uh, It's not easy for me. I can't stand it. My printer was down a little while while back. Oh, excuse me. I think my whole desktop was down. That's right. It wasn't just my printer. My desktop was down and I needed to work on some CAD drawings, uh, computer-aided drafting and design. And luckily, my husband has that on his computer, but I had to work downstairs in his space. I thought he was going to go insane. At any rate, what are some things you need? You need organizational products that keep things neat and organized. So one of the things I teach is a finding system. I learned it from Barbara Hemphill in Productive Environment Network. And this is a little different than a filing system, but it's a wonderful way to find what you need. So hit me up if that interests you. Very different system, and I swear it works. You're going to want to regularly review your systems for updating. So ask yourself questions such as, excuse me, why did I put this here? Is everything in the right place? And can I find each item in three minutes or less? I I would actually contend, like, can you find it in a minute or less? I really love being so organized and systematized now that I can put up my hands on something very, very quickly. The only time I don't is when I forget that I can use my finding system. Okay, so this finding system is just like amazing. And you will be able to find everything within one minute or less if you have a finding system set in place. Another thing to think about is if you've just had a big move, you need to give yourself some time and some grace. It takes a while for you to get back to your sense of normal. Moving is one of the biggest life changes, whether you're moving in your home whether you're moving just your office space within your home, if you're moving your entire home, whether you're moving in your office, meaning your company is moving. Moving is a major life-changing event. It's no different, and please don't take this the wrong way, but it's really no different in the intensity psychologically than someone dying in your life or getting a divorce or having a sick child. They're all right up there on this scale. And I'm not saying they're exactly the same. Of course, I understand that. But I just want to say that it's just be aware that you need to give yourself grace around moving as much as you would give yourself grace around grieving. In fact, sometimes moving is about grieving. Sometimes it's about moving somewhere else and not really knowing what's going to happen. So I'll give you a great example. When we moved from our home in Silvermine, we had gotten, not literally, but in the time frame we were in that move, uh, in that move, in that home, 
we had gotten married. We had had a baby and we had really built our lives and it was the foundation of our life. And that move was really hard. Our daughter had no idea what the new house was going to be. It's a long story, but we could not get back in here to show her the house. So she just had to kind of go on faith. She was six years old. I would pack boxes and just cry because it was like these dreams that I had that were just sort of going down. It was funny because we love this house. It is, we've been here seven years. I mean, there is no question in our minds that this is a wonderful house for us. And it took some time to recognize that while we downsized, we didn't downgrade in any way. I still have a lovely kitchen. We find that we use this space all the time. So I'm kind of sidetracked here. So let me take us back. Here I go with my straightener and move philosophy. So just bottom line, if you're moving, give yourself some grace, no matter what kind of person you are, no matter how your organizational style is. You're going to want to segment your organizing projects so that you do 15 to 20 minutes at a time. And uh, it's okay not to finish everything in one day. So let's talk about what I call the revel or no rules. And, and just so you know, I am a former, I should say reformed rebel. Oh gosh, I guess we're probably uh, like reformed smokers. At any rate, I definitely was a fly by the seat of the pants, no rules person. I had no systems. And then I got cancer and I could not keep my business going. I really wanted to. And there were things I did keep in place, but for the most part, as I was going into the whole cancer journey, I had four clients and I had to let three of them go, recommend them out to other people, get other people on board to do the work. There was no way I could manage it. I knew that I was going to have, that I could only really handle two jobs at once. And I have my job as a parent and mom and, and wife, parent and mom, <laughs> mom and wife. And I have my job working at Productivity by Design. When you're dealing with cancer or any other major life-changing event, that's another job. So there's, or if you want to call it a role you have to deal with. I knew that I was not going to be able to be a great mom and a great wife if I was spending a lot of time working because I knew I was going to be spending so much time healing. And by the way, you think it's just like a chemo treatment, but there's other doctor appointments and I had to have special shots to keep my immune system up. It was a lot. And by the way, it wasn't up the street. I did my um, chemo treatments a solid half hour, 45 minutes away in a different town. So at all that time, and I'm not saying there was anything wrong with that. It's just the time I was in. I had to ditch the no rules and learn how was I going to create an environment that really supported me while I was healing and really supported me so that I could move forward and reopen my business easily. I best see the pants, no defined systems, and in a sense of overwhelm. And that sense could be chronic, meaning you're constantly overwhelmed and there are reasons for that, which I'll get into in a few minutes, or it could be situational. So overwhelm, get a cancer diagnosis. That is the perfect example of overwhelm. Other examples of overwhelm can be things like uh, a loved one gets ill, uh, a loved one dies. I had that happen 
with my friend who died and I suddenly became the executor and I was scrambling. I mean, he was very unexpected. He was very young. It was, he was not supposed to die yet. That was situational could be a divorce, a move. Okay. Back to the moving thing. So again, give yourself grace. We'll get through that. You might enjoy life so much in the moment that you skip maintenance tasks. I mean, who wants to do maintenance tasks? Boring. Yeah, there's the rubble showing up, right? You might feel overwhelmed by situations. I talked about that already. You might simply have insufficient organizational skills. And if that's you and you're saying to yourself right now, like, I don't know what the heck she's talking about. Finding system. How do I get organized? Please give me a shout. I would love to help you. You might have an issue. So remember, I was talking about chronic overwhelm. You might have an issue like ADD, attention and deficit disorder, um, executive functioning disorder, which is EFD, OCD, which is obsessive compulsive disorder, (laughs) all these names, and I'm going to try to spit them all out, or PTSD, which is post-traumatic stress disorder. I've actually dealt with PTSD. And remember, EFD and and ADD or ADHD are very, very similar. Those are situations which are going to require a little extra help. And please, again, I'm all about the grace in this episode. We really got to give ourselves grace as we're moving forward with these things. You may have been disorganized for so incredibly long that you've completely given up hope. Please don't give up hope. There's a way. We 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 can get there. And you may not realize how your disorganization affects others. Now, how do I talk about that as an example? Um, let's say my messy piles of papers on the kitchen counter. They might be bugging my husband because he's trying to cook some dinner. Oh, that's a good example. So that you have to be moved so that dinner can get cooked. Actually, I'll tell you exactly what drives my husband nuts because it's really not about the piles anymore. It's about the clean dishes that are drying in the dish rack. He cannot have dishes in the sink or dishes in the drying rack and start to cook. Meanwhile, I can cook, I could care less. I can totally ignore that stuff. But to honor him, I do take care of those things as much as possible because I'm sure he's listening and he's saying, yeah, right. But really, I do. I try very hard. You might be prone to saying things if you're a straightener slash rebel. What mess? I don't see a mess. I don't know where to start. I'm too overwhelmed to organize right now. This mess doesn't bother me. I don't know why it bothers you. Or I wish I had more time and energy so that I could deal with it. So here's what we're going to do. If you are struggling in the rebel department, you're trying to get organized, you're trying to take your first steps, you're going to start really, really small. I strongly advise this. Just clear off your desk or shelf or one drawer. I saw a potential client once who had so many piles on his desk that I didn't even know where he would start. I know that's not entirely true. If he was by himself, he wouldn't know where to start. I knew where to start. And that was simply to pick up 20, 30 papers and just start going through them and doing the file act toss method, which is you put stuff stuff to the side if you're going to file it. You put things that take you less than a minute to act upon and anything else you toss. And, you know, your garbage can is your friend. I call it the uh, circular file. Circular file is your friend. So if at all possible, if you can let something go, let it go. 
And I do recognize that a lot of folks don't know exactly what their company policy is around letting paperwork go. So to you, I'm just simply going to say, when in doubt, don't throw it out. We'll figure out a place for it. Uh, Another way to start small is you could just say, I'm going to pick up five things, five pieces of paper. I'm going to organize during the TV commercial. You really need to work in short chunks of time because you're going to feel overwhelmed. I just... I know how this rolls. I have been here. I've done this. It is, it is an intense process. And not, not that you can't get organized, because of course you can. But if you're struggling with this and it's feeling overwhelming, to you, I'm asking you just work in a short chunk of time. No more than 15 minutes. And you know what? There's nothing wrong with saying, I'm going to do five minutes a day. And I want you to set a timer so that you only do that time. Hey, listen, if you're on a roll and you can keep going, great. If you're feeling really positive about it and it's the energy is driving you up and you're excited about it, go for it, do more. But for those of you who are really struggling with this, who are just, oh my gosh, this is overwhelming. I can't do this. Just five minutes, just 10 minutes. Really, you choose what amount of time you think you can do. And after those five minutes, I want you to celebrate in some way. Maybe that's to take a walk. Maybe that's to jump up and down excitedly. Maybe that's to do a little happy dance. Maybe that's to go out and have a cup of coffee. Celebrate in some way because you did accomplish something major. Use super simple and convenient storage solutions. And then the biggest thing I think is this, get help or have accountability. Now you can hire an organizer. You can hire an office expert like me who does productive environments for a living. And, or you can partner with a friend. The key here is for you to have accountability. If you're going to do five minutes a day to organize your space, then you need someone who will say, Hey, did you do it? How'd it go? How can I help you? I would love to do that for you. So shout out if you need it. Super simple to contact me right on productivitybydesign.com. I've got a Vasita link and you can um, set up a time to meet with me to talk about that. Finally, as always, find ways to motivate yourself. Celebrate your your wins. Give yourself a reward. Good for you for doing this, right? Come on, celebrate it. It's amazing that you've made this decision to move forward with a healthier lifestyle that involves decluttering your space. Until next time, ride the wave. This bump every time. Get the t-shirt. I'll see you in the surf. You've been listening to the Uncluttered Office Podcast, available on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and www.productivitybydesign.com. I'm your host, Katherine Avery. If you like what you've heard, please share this episode with someone you think needs it. I would love for you to leave a review on your favorite podcast platform. Your reviews make my heart sing and can help even more people find the gifts in their productivity challenges. Thanks for listening and see you next week. This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM. Women's Voices Amplified.